Hey, how's it going? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching and best-selling author here. And today I go over three lessons that you can learn from Nike's founder, Phil Knight, and his two decades of living on the verge of bankruptcy while growing Nike to the point that it is today. Some amazing lessons here you can learn around how your contempt or hatred for something can actually be your drive or desire, and it can actually be a good thing talking about you know what it takes to be entrepreneur versus a nine to five mindset and talking about being able to weather the storms that come up in entrepreneurship overall and some big mindset shifts for anybody that's gone through the struggles of entrepreneurship. You're not going to want to miss this episode. It's going to be phenomenal for you. And if you want to catch these live, if you want to catch these live, go ahead and go to xanderfire.com forward slash FB group. And you can catch these live in our free Facebook group to support coaches moving to six figures, multiple six figures and seven figures. If you're looking for help getting your business up and running, you can go ahead and go to xanderfryer.com. Check out more about us, check out our programs, check out our team. We've got some free guides there as well to getting your business up and running, but go ahead and go to xanderfryer.com to learn more about what we do at High Impact Coaching. Looking forward to seeing you on the other side of this one. Hey friends, Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching and best-selling author here. And I wanted to ask you, do you have some big goals? I hope you do have some big goals because as Steve Jobs once said, it is the dreamers, the people that are crazy enough to believe that they can change the world are the only ones who actually do. But that being said, I want you to understand that dreaming, dreaming and having big goals is not enough when it comes to actually making them reality. So if you have some big goals, if you have some big goals, I want to give you three major lessons that pertain to actually hitting those goals from Nike's founder, Phil Knight. Now, Nike's founder, Phil Knight, there's a great book that he wrote. It's his memoirs, Shoe Dog. Absolutely phenomenal story. But did you know that Nike's founder, Phil Knight, actually went two decades, over two decades, over two decades, completely on the brink of bankruptcy while he was growing Nike. He started out selling shoes out of the back of his car, out of the back of his van at sporting events. And for the next two decades, he actually spent the next two decades this close to bankruptcy before taking the business public. Now, obviously, the story of Nike or where Nike's at now, you know, a lot of us don't realize this because Nike is the worldwide leader in athletic apparel and things like that, right? But what did it actually take to get there? What did it actually take for Nike's founder, Phil Knight, to actually get to the point? So the first lesson, number one, the first lesson that I want you to understand is, and Phil talks about, you know, one of the most important things that allowed him to have so much success, what he refers to his unhealthy contempt for Adidas, right? Now he talks about this as basically, he wasn't sure if it was unhealthy or if it was healthy, but his big goal was to take down the conglomerate that at the time was Adidas, right? Adidas and Puma were kind of the big name brands in the athletic apparel space. And here comes Nike, the underdog, right? To really make stuff happen. And his desire, his desire stemmed from what he calls an unhealthy contempt for Adidas. Now, some people might call that bad. Some people might call that not healthy, right? But the truth is, there's an important lesson that I want every single entrepreneur to understand here. And the lesson there is that you will not be successful if you do not have desire. You must have the desire deep down within you. And if you don't have the desire deep down within you, you have to create the desire. Because the truth is, your business is like a sports car, right? And we can help you, you know, you can have coaches help you build the engine, right? You can have mentors help you by putting a pretty body on it so that it attracts clients and spectators and the engine to really drive it forward. But the truth is your desire is the fuel. 
If you're not working on building desire, if you're not working on building your own internal motivation, inspiration, aspiration, perspiration, determination to push this sports car forward, you will never succeed. If you don't have fuel, you can have a sports car with a 500 horsepower engine and a beautifully sleek aerodynamic body. But if you don't put fuel in it, without it, you will go nowhere. I'm gonna be very honest. Most starting entrepreneurs don't have a strong enough desire. It's plain and simple. You have to build and find this desire of yours. Maybe it's a desire, maybe it's the desire for freedom, but it can't be a half-assed desire. You have to grab onto that desire and you have to grow that desire. Just like a little spark, a little flame, you have to stoke that desire until it becomes a burning desire that nobody can put out. Maybe it's a desire for freedom. Maybe it's a desire for impact. Just like Phil Knight, maybe it's a contempt for something else or someone else. If you're in the health and wellness space, maybe it's contempt for the obesity problem, that you must solve the obesity problem or that you must cure cancer or whatever it might be, right? If you're helping people with purpose and passion or overcoming anxiety and stress, solving those problems in this world, right? An unhealthy contempt for that. You have to cling on to it and you have to stoke that fire until you cannot stop. A burning desire is what will drive you forward when obstacles get in the way, when roadblocks get in the way. But if you're not constantly stoking this fire, you will not succeed. If you're not constantly stoking the fire internally, you will not succeed. You got to listen to the right podcast. You got to read the right books. You got to surround yourself with the right people that motivate you, keep you lit, right? It was Jim Rohn that says motivation is just like bathing. You have to do it every single day. And if you're not constantly motivating, if you're not constantly programming that subconscious mind to be lit up every single day, you will not succeed in entrepreneurship. That's number one. You must have desire. Number two, number two is you must be all in. Phil Knight talks about it. Just like I was talking about, he built this business from the back of his van. There were no other options, right? You've heard the term burn the boats, right? If you want to take the island, you have to burn the boats. You know, I've got analogies up the ass for this one, honestly, right? You can't swim from one side of the pool to the other without letting go of the side that you're on, right? I think it was Tony Gwynn that talked about you can't steal second without leaving first right? You have to be all in. Entrepreneurs cannot be part-time nine to fivers. Now, I need you to understand what I mean by this, right? You can be in a nine to five. That's totally fine. You can build your side business. You can build an entrepreneurial business on the side, but your mind, your head, your brain has to be 100% committed to the entrepreneurial life. It has to know that that is the way that you're going to go. If you're dabbling in entrepreneurship, you will never succeed. If you're thinking, oh, I want to see if this is right for me, you will never succeed. You have to commit 100%. Otherwise, it's a guaranteed loss. You have to commit 100%. You can be in a nine to five, but you have to be committed to getting to the entrepreneurial life. You have to be committing to getting to that world where you are free to do what you want, help the people you want, make the money you want, and not settle for less, not conform to the nine to five that everybody else wants you to conform to. The truth is only about 15% Forbes did a study on this. Only about 15% of people are actually programmed to be risk tolerant enough to succeed as entrepreneurs. I'm going to repeat that. Only 15% of people are actually programmed to be risk tolerant enough to succeed as entrepreneurs. But the truth is, you know that you can unprogram your old thoughts, habits, and beliefs. 95% of your brain is your subconscious mind. And if you want to become an entrepreneur, even if you're part of the 85%, that wasn't programmed to be risk tolerant enough, you can reprogram that. You can reprogram these beliefs. You can reprogram these thoughts. It takes time. It takes work. So you have to have the number one desire to do it. 
If you want it bad enough, you can do it. I'm proof, right? I was in a nine to five. I was programmed that way from a young age. You know, you're programmed that way to, you know, in school to have the nine to five mindset, to think that everything has to be perfect for the, you know, the first time rather than getting out there and fucking some stuff up, failing, messing things up, breaking things so that you can get better. I'm living proof. When I quit my nine to five, I was programmed with all of the nine to five mindsets. But the first thing that I understood, the only thing that I understood was that all of my mindsets that I had been programmed for my entire life, they got me here, but they won't get me there. They helped me be successful in the corporate world, but they will not let me be successful as an entrepreneur. And I knew that I needed to reprogram. I needed to reprogram that 95% of my brain to think like an entrepreneur because I was part of the 85% that was not risk tolerant enough to succeed. But I knew that I wanted to be. I knew that I wanted to get there. So I spent months reprogramming my beliefs. I knew that everything I did was going to make me uncomfortable and it was going to make me grow. And I had to be willing to let go of every single belief that I had built through 28 years when I first started my business, right? I started my business when I was 28 years old. I had to allow myself to let go of 28 years of programming of who I was to build who I needed to be. I had to let go of all my beliefs. So number two, you have to be all in. Entrepreneurs cannot be part-time nine to fivers in your head. You can be a part-time nine to fiver on paper, but you cannot be a part-time nine to fiver in your head. You have to be fully committed mentally or you will not get there. Which brings us to number three, which brings us to the number three lesson you can learn from Phil Knight, Nike's founder. Let's think about this. Two decades on the brink of bankruptcy before going public. Two decades. Not like, oh, it was a couple of times throughout those decades. He was constantly on the verge, constantly on the verge of financial bankruptcy, fear, stress, growth, tension, right? One of my favorite quotes from John Maxwell, he says, discomfort is growth. Growth is discomfort. You cannot have one without the other. Discomfort is growth. Growth is discomfort. You cannot have one without the other. And Phil Knight knew for him to grow to the point where he could take on an Adidas or take on a Puma, he had to be uncomfortable for two decades. How long are you willing to be uncomfortable for? See, the truth is, as an entrepreneur to get to where we want to go, you've got big, crazy goals. You've got big, crazy goals. And I can promise you right now, you're not big enough to achieve them. This sounds really harsh. This sounds really mean, but you're not good enough right now. If you were, you'd already be there. If you were big enough as a person, if you were good enough as a person to achieve the goals that you want to achieve, your goals would already be there. I'm sorry, this is not what most self-help people will tell you, right? But it's the truth. It's the truth you need to know. You're not good enough right now, but that doesn't mean you can't be good enough. You can be good enough. You just have to be committed to growth. Growth is discomfort. Discomfort is growth. You cannot have one without the other. If you're committed to getting uncomfortable every single day, you can grow. And as you grow, you become the person you need to become to hit the dreams that you want to hit. They are not separate. They are the same. Discomfort is what allows you to hit those goals. So I want you to understand that as a business owner, you need to be built for winter. Tony Robbins talks about this. He says, you need to be built for winter. Your business is going to go through ups and it's going to go through downs. It's going to go through droughts and it's going to go through floods. It's going to go through summers and it's going to go through winters. What dictates your success? What dictates your success is the level of winter you can handle. The size of your business is dictated by the size of the storm you can weather. See, most entrepreneurs are too short-sighted. They get too caught in the emotion of short-term. Oh, I had, you know, I, I got a no on that last sales call. My business isn't going to work. 
Oh, I, you know, I, I had one client that was unhappy with me. If you're going to build a big business, you're going to have clients that are unhappy with you. At some point, nobody has a 100% success rate. If they do, it's because they're playing small and they're too scared to push for bigger, right? That's why you have a 100% success rate if you do, because you're too scared to keep pushing and get to more people. I would rather have a 95% success rate at 1,000 people than a 100% success rate at 100 people. I helped 100 people in one and I helped 950 people in the other. Think about it. I would rather have a 95% success rate at 1,000 people than a 100% success rate at 100 people. It's the people that want the 100% success rate that keep themselves playing small because they're too afraid to make a mistake as they continue to grow and get better. But I can tell you that those 5% of people that'll be unhappy with you when you get a 95% of success rate, every single one of them is going to be the reason that you're going to be better. You're going to grow. Each one of those people that you don't succeed with is going to cause you to get better and cause you to grow. You need that 5%. You need 5% to fail so that you can become better, so that you can help another 850 people. You got to stop being so short-sighted and get caught in the emotions of the short term. Stop telling yourself stories that you're not strong enough, not relentless enough, not resilient, not resourceful enough because it causes you to give up because you're stuck in the moment. Think longer term. Think into the future. If you were truly committed, if you truly believed that this vision where you were getting to, what would you do today? How would you show up? Would you give up or would you step up? The truth is the size of your business is dictated by the size of the storm that you can weather. And your mission right now is too big. Your mission right now is too big for you to give up. You can never give up because it's not about you. It never was and it never will be. So I want you to remember two truths. I want you to remember two truths here. All right. Two truths. Number one, it's not going to kill you. You're not going to die from getting out of your comfort zone and taking some chances and taking some risks. It's not going to kill you and it's not going to kill your family. It's not going to kill you. And number two, you can never give up. Now, let me ask you, if it's not going to kill you and you can never give up, what's the only outcome? Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen in a month or six months or a year or two years, but if it's not going to kill you and you never give up, what is the only outcome that you can achieve? Success. All right. So I want you to remember three massive lessons from Nike's Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. Number one, you must have the desire. You must stoke the desire deep within every single day, every single week, every single month. Number two, you have to be all in. You cannot be partway in. You cannot be a 50% entrepreneur. And number three, you have to be built for winter. You have to be built for winter because it's not going to kill you and you can never give up. And if you commit to that, the only outcome is success, right? Now, remember, you didn't sign up for easy. You signed up for impact, okay?